So, Elise, um, and you pronounce your last name Tro? Yeah, true. Okay. For whatever reason, for the longest time when I first ran across your video, and it was just one of these weird, funky nights after several glasses of wine, my buddy and I uh, roaming through YouTube, and we came upon this song that you've titled Foo Fighters Meet 70s Bobby Caldwell. I was thinking Elise Tarrow. It's Elise Tro. Tro. Okay, Tro. Yeah, so, yeah. So, so that is correct. Now, 12 million views, approaching 13 million. On this video, when you put this thing together, did you ever in your wildest dreams uh, w- would have thought that you would have had this much traction on this thing? Uh, no, you know, it was kind of a surprise to me. I, I did one live looping mashup, uh, and it did pretty well, and then I did this second one, which is the one you're talking about, and it kind of just like blew up on Facebook and YouTube, and um, yeah, it's kind of just something that I do with my friend, and it just kind of ended up being um, a big part of like what I start doing with my live show and everything. Well, it's very, very cool, and it led us down the uh, the Elise wormhole, as it were, to check out all the other videos <laughs> that you've done. Now, San Diego's a great city for out- enjoying the outdoors. Uh, Elise, what's your favorite outdoor activity? Oh, man. Um, I'm honestly not, like, a super outdoorsy person, but I did go skydiving one time. Oh, my God. How cool uh, was that? <laughs> it was amazing. Yeah, we. I actually went in San Diego, so I kind of got to see, like, the whole... Um, it's just like a cool view, obviously, like of the water and everything. But um, I've only done that once, and I, I'm not really like a regularly outdoorsy person. But huh. um, yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Now, were you a pretty popular teenager? What was middle school and high school life for you? Um, I switched uh, schools halfway through middle school and um, ended up going to high school in La Jolla. Oh, uh, and nice. I wouldn't say I was necessarily popular but i wasn't really picked on either just sort of somewhere in the middle had my like close group of friends and kind of spent a lot of time just like in the music room um as like cheesy as that is i guess but um i'd like there's a great music program at my school and so i had a bunch of friends in there that i would like jam with and we had like a band outside of that too um so i don't know i had a really great time in school that's cool. Yeah, I was about the same. Being a musician, I and I was never athletically inclined. The only letter that I have a jacket for in high school was a letter in choir, believe it or not. Oh. <laughs> I've had friends say, they don't give out letters for choir. Yes, they do. I've got the jacket to prove it. So That's cool. after playing piano as a very young child, you started to, I guess, what, learn rhythm and timing through the video game Rock Band? How much do you think playing Rock Band as a video game helped you with the actual instrument getting behind a drum kit? I'd say it didn't help me at all, except (laughs) it just got me interested. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Now, being a a multi-instrumentalist, what's the most difficult instrument that you've come to play? Uh, I personally have the most difficulty with guitar, just because it feels a bit, you know, it's like a bunch of different ways to play the same thing, where like on drums, it's like you hit the drum, there's one drum, it's right there, it's very just kind of straightforward. So um, I kind of like more... I guess, like, I don't, know, I don't know if I'd call it simple, but just the, I like the simplicity of drums. You can kind of just get lost in it. You know, where guitar, I always find myself thinking a bit more. Do you have calluses on your fingers? 
I do. Okay, <laughs> good. So you've been practicing <laughs> enough. Um, so, and, and I, I heard you did this Ask Me Anything, and you said uh, the left, right, right, or left, 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 right, right, left, right, left. Is that the paradiddle diddle, your favorite rudiment on the drum? Diddle. Yeah, par- or parad- maybe it's called the double paradiddle. I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm not great with the names. But <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about Jimmy Kimmel in 2018. I know you got bumped from the first performance you were scheduled to do, but uh, but we're on the second one, the first time they'd ever used like the stage and the round. Tell me how that came together, and was that a cool experience or an awkward experience for you? Hmm, I'd say it was, I was like terrified, but it was a very cool experience. Um, just like everyone on the team at Kimmel was like super nice and welcoming, but it also was my second live losing performance that I'd done um, ever. So I was very nervous for it. And I don't know, I, it was like, obviously like a super fun experience though. And, um, I was just like really nervous for it. <laughs> How did that whole thing come together? Was it a friend of a friend or did somebody on Jimmy's team see, Hey, this girl's got 12 million views on YouTube? Yeah. Someone on his team had been following me for a little while and, um, saw the second mashup, uh, the Foo Fighter one and reached out to my booking agent, I think. And, that's kind of how it all got linked up. And they're like, hey, you want to come on the show next week? I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're like, is this a prank call? Stop it. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, like we had mentioned, a couple of these looping videos have gotten a ton of views on uh, on YouTube. Were these all self-produced? I mean, it kind of comes across like maybe it's a studio or maybe you have the coolest bedroom of any teenager on the face of the planet. Did you have like a video and audio team help you out with those videos? Uh, it's self-produced for the most part i just um work with a like videographer engineer um just there's been a couple different people that i've worked with on the different videos but um as far as the musical side goes i self-produced it all and like put the arrangements together and it's all just out of my studio that i rent in san diego so i kind of like rent a little warehousey space and i just like decorated it with a ton of stuff (laughs) as you can see in the video and um yeah, sort of like a garagey studio-ish vibe. Very cool. Now you had one al- a one album record deal that I, I guess you or your family you you bought yourself out of the record deal. Would you ever consider doing another record deal with a major and independent label, or do you see you know having complete control as being the real future of a, a songwriter performing musician into the twenty twenties and beyond? Yeah, as of right now, I think just like for what I'm doing and like the um, amount of control that I do want to have uh, with what I do with my music, um, I'm very happy being an independent artist. Um, I think if the like right deal came along or something, I would consider it, but I've talked to a couple of different labels over the years and it just never really was the right fit. So as of, I think the future is definitely, if someone's up for it, you know, like being an independent artist, there's, you know, higher, just like more, you have to kind of do on your own yeah. in a way, but it's also very rewarding, I find. Now you recently did quite a few shows with Incubus. What did you learn from that whole experience? Um, that was my first time playing like venues of that size, really, um, like a couple thousand people uh, theaters. And I think I learned that a great sound system can make a huge difference in a live show. You know, mm-hmm. like going from playing tiny like bars and clubs to these big theaters. I'm like, wow, like I sound great in this venue. <laughs> yeah, that must have been a real charge to be up on a big stage with uh, with the full light and sound production and everything else. Did you do those as a looper, just as a solo artist, or did you have an ensemble cast to join you? 
Yeah, that was totally solo. Wow. That's, and again, that would, I think that would be intimidating as hell. I mean, I've never, I don't have a looping pedal. I wish I did. That's something I need to learn as a music professional myself. But uh, yeah, I would think that would be just intimidating as heck. What new music inspires you today? You know, I've seen a bit of your influences that you have, that, that Wikipedia has up on the page. But what are you getting into in today's you know, musical climate? I've been super into the band Little Dragon. I'm actually going to go see them in May. Um, yeah, I guess I'd also just like follow a bunch of musicians on like Instagram and like check out what they're doing and videos and stuff. And that sort of stuff's inspiring. And um, I also love this other artist, Michelle and Cello, who I saw uh, like a couple months ago, maybe it's a couple years ago now in San Diego. Okay. Being a one woman band, if you went on tour either to support somebody else or as a headline act and were able to pick other musicians to fill out a band who do you think you would pick and what would you play that's an interesting question um i love playing drums live and singing uh but i think at a certain point i would like to just be able to sing and kind of get behind or you know out from behind the drum kit right i have a bunch of friends that i know just from like growing up and uh, hanging out in LA that play music and people that I'm friends with like through online that I'd love to kind of get involved in my live show down the line if they're like open to it. <laughs> so the fact that you did this mashup featuring um, some of the riffs from the police uh, is, has Stuart, is Stuart Copeland, are you on his radar? Do you know? Actually, yeah, we do follow each other. <laughs> Very cool. I mean, yeah, if it was if it was me in your shoes, I would say, well, Stuart's got to play the drums, right? And and let's see oh, if yeah. Sting would jump on to play bass. If it was just, you know, <laughs> he could make a fantasy a fantasy band. Oh, so you're talking like dream, dream sure, band. Yeah, 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 go big. <laughs> oh, yeah, Stuart Copeland for sure. I saw him play live a couple of years ago in Thousand Oaks, and he was playing with this whole orchestra, and it was just such a cool, like, um, he's just so creative and, like, spontaneous. And, wow. Uh, I love his drumming. The drummer in my band was Stuart Copeland's drum tech for the Police Reunion tour, believe it or not. I'm still jealous oh, really? and envious of him for that. Uh, that's so cool. Yeah. Um, okay, completely switching gears. What's your favorite food? I know you're a bit of a foodie, but if you had to eat one thing for the rest of your life, or may- maybe like a last meal, what would that be? I've been very into pokey lately, but for a long time it was burgers. Burgers. Um, oh, wow, you're so easy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, like, lately it's been Shake Shack, but sometimes in and out, sometimes. I normally like to keep it pretty simple, just like bun, burger, lettuce, sauce, cheese. Okay. Nothing too crazy. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Now, forgive me if I'm wrong, because math was never my strong suit, but uh, are you going to be 21 on April 27th? Yes. What yes, are you going to do to celebrate? <laughs> I'm planning on having, like, some kind of big party. Uh, and just like inviting a bunch of people over. Yeah, maybe I'll have like a small get together with my family, but you know, nothing too crazy. Okay, well, I, I haven't gotten the invite yet. My my brothers, I have lots of family <laughs> down there in San Diego, so if I can be in the area near April 27th, I'll have to reach back out. Okay, yeah, hit me up. <laughs> I've, got, I've got one <laughs> last question for you, Lisa, and thanks so much for your time today. Favorite Pink Floyd album? Metal, and I was surprised to hear that because you would think like Dark Side of the Moon or The Wall, and you're pretty damn young to be so hip and 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 realize you know some of the forefathers of you know progressive music. So that's a very cool answer about your favorite Pink Floyd album. What do you think people would be most surprised to know about 
you? Like musically or in general or anything. I don't know. That's that's a tough one. Um, something some people would be surprised to know. Um, I couldn't speak until I was four. Maybe that's an interesting. Wow, one. <laughs> that is very interesting. I had to go to like a ton of speech therapy and it was like a whole thing. But now I'm talking all the time. <laughs> that's crazy. So was that in a in a? Uh, I mean, I don't know what what age we become conscious and aware of that. But do you recall being aware of the fact that uh, you had speech problems or? Have you just been told that as you've gotten older? I remember going to speech therapy. Um, I had like a couple of them that I went to for like maybe two years, but I don't really remember the time where I was like trying to speak and couldn't form words. Huh. Um, so I was like three or four, or whatever. And but I remember being like five and six and kind of going like when I went into kindergarten, I still had like kind of a speech impediment that um, I was dealing with. But <laughs> wow. That is surprising because I know you've got great ears. I can hear it in your music and what you've uh, what you've enjoyed um, musically over the uh, the span of a lifetime. So that is a surprising answer, Elise Tro. I appreciate you so much for taking the time out to give me a call today, and let's stay in touch, okay? If you ever make it up here to Reno, we would love to do a, a radio station sponsored event and do something cool with you here in uh, in the north. You ever come up to the Tahoe area? Uh, I don't. Or I haven't. I'd love to though. Okay, it's gorgeous. Yeah, yeah. You, uh, you and the family should make a, a vacation, a long weekend out of it, and I'll I'll guide you to the right places to go and hang out around Lake Tahoe. Oh, that sounds fun. And Thank looking you. forward to the new music. When when are, when can we expect what you're doing in the studio right now to be you know available on the interwebs? I'm hoping end of this month because I'm going to make this cool video for it. So. Um you know, the song should be all finished this week, and then I'll be working on the video the next couple of weeks, and then uh, probably getting it out by, like, beginning of April. What's it called? Do you have a name for it? B-Side. B-Side? Yes. Very cool. Can't wait to hear that. Elise, thanks so much for giving me a call. I appreciate it. Have a great rest of your week and a nice weekend. Cool. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. It was fun chatting.